0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, November fifteenth, twenty
1: fifteen. Truths that transform. I'm made in God's image. Good morning again, Connection Church. I'm still Carrie Jones,
0: and I'm still Alan.
1: And we are two sinners. Yeah, it is so good to be back. We were on vacation for two weeks, and we missed our family, but we really missed. Our church family and to be able to worship. So it's just a privilege and an honor today to do that, to be with you. Uh, We are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made, a day that you had in your mind's eye that we would be right here in our seats. You have a message for us, your scripture's alive. And so open us up. And God, as we reflect on the events of this week, we need to lift up our sisters and brothers in Paris. The horrific events of what happened, of terrorist acts, the lives that were lost, and the families that are grieving, and the people who were injured, and the devastation, not just in Paris, but it really affects our entire planet. Please give those that need it wisdom and how to um, kind of unpack and respond to what's happened. And we pause for a moment, Lord, in silence to lift up uh, those who are suffering. Hear our prayers. We pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And everybody gathered said,
0: "Amen." Amen. Okay. So this morning we uh, continue our series called "Truths That Transform." During this series, we will consider several biblical truths that, if we allow ourselves to not only think about them and understand them, but truly allow them to be uh, become a part of our being, part of our fabric, our day-to-day lives, our day-to-day thinking day-to-day view of the world and the people who are in it for we'll allow these uh, these things to happen these biblical truths will um will actually transform who we are as followers of jesus christ
1: so we started this series two weeks ago and um carlton parker uh one of the leaders in our church brought the message and he talked about forgiveness he talked about the transforming power of forgiveness and how important it is for us to forgive as we are forgiven and then last week pastor lori shared uh, how love is transformational and she talked about the scripture love never fails that is a biblical transforming truth how God's never-ending power of love is um, something that we need to hold on to and live out. We are so grateful to Carlton and Lori for sharing while we were away. Well, this week we pick up the series with another biblical truth called I am made in God's image. You are made in God's image. That is true. And when we take that in and believe it, let it soak into the pores of our, of our cells and really ponder and think about what that means, it's transformational. It transforms our lives and the lives of those around us.
0: So let's begin right there in the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a Bottomless emptiness and inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. I love the way Eugene Peterson has, has paraphrased that second, uh, second verse of the first chapter of Genesis. Have you ever experienced that feeling that he's describing there? We, uh, we, we on this uh, boat that we were on recently, this ship, this Shumango ship, in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico one night. We were out on a balcony and kinda kinda could get a feel for that because it was extremely one of those extremely dark nights where when you look out you couldn't really tell the horizon, the sky from the sea, and just this endless uh, Gulf of Mexico and, and just this, like it says, this nothingness, this inky blackness. And I <laughs> I said to Carrie, it reminded me of of this Peterson translation of Genesis 1 verse 2. Really strange, kind of lonely, kind of almost a a pre-creation feeling out there. But then from that, God goes on a creative extravaganza in in Genesis. uh, in the midst of that nothingness. And then day by day, <coughs> God begins by bringing forth the light. And how appropriate it is that that's the first thing God uh, brings into being because God is the light of the world and, and then continues creating everything from what is seen to what's not seen everything in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm, everything in heaven and on earth. And God puts all the heavenly bodies in place with, with a mere word or two and, and separates the land and the sea on the earth and, and then brings into being every plant and animal. It's just, it's just an incredible uh, uh, just array of creativity. God creates for six days, six days putting everything in place. And then in in the latter part of the sixth day, this happens.
1: Then God said, let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Mm.
0: It's like the climax of creation, the the crescendo, everything leading up to this final creative act of God. And that final creative act is, well, it's all 'all. (laughs) y'all. It's humankind. It's male and female, the, the crowning glory of God's creative adventure. And, and it's interesting when we really look closely what God says when he brings into being this high point of all that God has created. God says, let us, do you notice that? Let us. It doesn't say, I'm going to let us make humankind in, say it with me, our image, according to our life see the plurality there it's not a singular it's a plural pronoun us our our
1: so right there in scripture right there we see god in community it's not singular community right there from the beginning and communication in community we call that the trinity three in one What we see here is three distinct persons yet together deciding together to make humankind in God's image in God's image we see let us our our it's God the Creator God Father God the Son Jesus Christ and God the Holy Spirit the one who it dwells in us and has been promised to us as believers in Christ. So this in God's image that we're created is such a challenging concept. What does that mean? What does that look like? That's what we're going to talk about this morning.
0: In God's image. You know, an image usually has to do something Physical and we are physical beings, but God is a spiritual being, and God creates us not only to be physical, but unlike the rest of the created order uh, on this earth, we are spiritual beings as well, and we are eternal beings as God is. You know, we have we have, unlike God, no beginning, no end. We do have a beginning, but like God as well, we have no end, do we? We are eternal beings. And 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 so we are made in God's image, and, and part of that image. What a uh, question is: What's that look like to be in God's image? Part of that image is there described right there in that uh, first chapter, Genesis chapter or verse 26, where where it says, "Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness." And then 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 it says this: "And let them have dominion." Over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over the wild animals of the earth. And I love this part. And over every creeping thing that creeps. A lot of creeping going on there. All the creeping things that creeps upon the earth.
1: Right from the beginning, we see that God empowered us, humankind, to oversee God's creation. So God creates, but says, okay, you are the ones who supposed to oversee all of this. Now this version, a new Revised Standard Version, says have dominion over. The message says uh, be responsible for. We, we get that. We hear that word responsible a lot. Other versions, NIV says to rule over. Whatever the translation, what it means to be created in God's image is to care for God's creation can we even conceive about what that means like for god to say okay i've created now i'm putting that in your hands but that's what god's done put god's creation <coughs> in our hands so we're going to ask a couple questions while we're while we have the floor and the first question is this how are you doing with that how are you doing with Realizing that it's God's creation and that it's a gift and that we are to be stewards of God's creation. That means that we need to care for God's creation. We all can do a little part, our own little part in that. And the question is, what is God asking you to do to take part in caring for God's creation?
0: Mm. Part of our challenge... Part of our challenge as we try to understand what this means to be made in God's image is that we often confuse being like God, sharing some of God's qualities or characteristics, we confuse that with actually being God. (laughs) There's a saying I heard a long time ago and I've shared a couple times I love is, you know, one of the main differences between us and God, God never thinks that he's us. (laughs) the flip isn't always so true though, is it? All Too often we sometimes kind of think we're God or we act like it. We're our own little God in charge and we're in control or whatever. But the truth is even though we're created in God's image, (laughs) that doesn't mean we're God. But that God has shared some of God's characteristics, some of God's Qualities with us.
1: And so, just as God has created all that is, God has endowed us with the power to create as well. You see, God put a creative spark in each one of us. Now, unlike God, we are not able to create something out of nothing, God started it all. But we are able to take something. And create. You know, when I'm a kid drawing the stick figure, creating a masterpiece that, oh, I have all boxes of my kids' masterpieces of their creations. Now, grandkids.
0: It's not just kids that do stick figures.
1: Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But has given us the creative power to create a vehicle that's capable of uh, going across a terrain in another galaxy. I mean, oh, wow. Human beings are the only ones given this, given this creative power. Only human, God-imaged beings with the power of creation. Question number two. How are you doing with that? Have you embraced that creative spark inside of you? Have you embraced it and celebrated it And are you sharing that? Whatever that looks like, God has put a creative spark in you. And so to take that power of creation and to be energized by that and then share, that's what God wants for each one of us. How are you doing with that?
0: Mm. And so we have this power of creation, thanks to this brain that God has given us, and... uh this brain has capacity far beyond what a little bit we even utilize it and unlike the rest of the created order our brown al- brain allows us to to not only create but to but to um, imagine and to transport ourselves back to the past and to consider the future and and it's not just our brain we've been created with a a spirit and with a soul, and so that soul and that brain together allows us to to communicate at levels just not seen in the rest of the animal kingdom that we're part of. Uh, God allows us to communicate with with God, to talk to God, to to listen to God, to be aware of God's presence, to 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 consider the question we're considering today in terms of God and God's creation. Far beyond what's capable any place else in this uh, kingdom, uh, created kingdom, that God has has put around us. God has put us in this unique position of being allowed to consider these godly questions that we get to consider here this morning and other Sunday mornings. Being made in God's image allows us to to think and to feel. It allows us to laugh and to cry and to be able to to experience what somebody else has experienced, to kind of put ourselves in their place, to, to realize empathy and sympathy for another, to be able to kind of transport our Ourself into their self, not fully, but at least partially, uh, and allows us to go outside these borders, the physical borders of who we are, outside of our own body and mind and spirit, and to connect with one another and with God in ways that no other creatures here on earth are capable of doing
1: being made in God's image it's a really tough thing to grasp it's really tough to let that sink in but it is a truth that transformed. you have been made in God's image and being made in God's image gives us tremendous capacity that we can't do on our own Capacity for grace. God's unconditional love to share that even when it's tough. A capacity to forgive, to allow us to to let go and let God. We cannot do that on our own. Being made in God's image allows us to do the kinds of loving that God does. Selfless and sacrificial, to love when it's tough, to love when we don't want to. In the image of God, being having that God reflection in us, the Holy Spirit, allows us to not be self-centered, but other-centered, greater good for others, for those closest to us. That's the kind of love that Lori talked about last week the truth that transforms love never fails we've experienced that in this life but God's love never fails we've been let down we've been hurt we've been bumped we've been bruised but God's love never fails and in his image God calls us to be the same way it's the kind of love that's willing to die for one another There are people who are living that out and who have lived that out. That's why we have freedom. It's the kind of love that Jesus Christ has for each one of us. God created humankind, and it was good. It was very good. God doesn't make junk. God died, sent his very best to you, Jesus Christ, so that you don't have to live in the muck and the mess and be forgiven and free. That's what it means to be made in God's image.
0: One of the greatest challenges, I think, when we talk about being made in God's image is not just to give lip service to it, not just to talk about it as a, as a phrase that's easily thrown around, not, you know, talk about it as that little piece of Scripture that maybe makes us feel good or maybe makes us not feel so good, depending on where we stand. But to really grasp and to accept and to internalize this as a biblical truth, that it's a reality, that it actually is so for each and every one of us. Now, are, are, are you truly able to grasp the concept that you are made in God's image? When you look in the mirror, are you able to realize that that, that, that person looking back at you contains in the image of God somehow, somewhere, some way? Uh, when you take those moments when you're, when basically it's just you and God, when you're looking inside yourself, deeply inside yourself, are you able to, to recognize and realize that God has placed God's image in you. That God has created you with a reflection of God in your very being. That that you carry a part of God within you at all times, even when you're not acting real (laughs) God-like. And when I say you, I'm talking to me too. Even when we're not acting real God-like, we... Uh, carry an image of God within us, that that we have God-like qualities, that God's just waiting for you to realize and utilize. Now, how transforming it is when we are able to realize that each and every one of us carries with us the fingerprint of God.
1: Wow! All right, so let's flip that around. If we carry the fingerprint of God, if, we're made in God's Im- if I'm made in God's image, that means you are too. And that means that the people out there that I don't know are made in God's image as well. That means that the people who don't even believe in God, God created them, whether they accept that or not, whether they believe that or not, God created them, put a God-shaped void so that we're always yearning for God. They bear the image of God, too. They just haven't embraced it and are living that out. And so what happens if we put on these new glasses, like, okay, I've got these, I'm trying to see others as God would see them. When you look in the eyes of someone, like, think about, okay, I'm trying to see them as God sees them. I believe that we would treat people differently if we did that. I believe our words would be kinder. We would be more compassionate, more loving to people we know, people we don't know. It's so transforming. So when I'm hurt, when I'm wounded, when somebody does something, instead of wanting to be me, I need to realize that I am I bear God's image. The fingerprints of God are in me, which puts the Holy Spirit in me, which gives me access to the fruit, evidence of the Spirit, which would be that I might need to be a little more patient. I can't do that on my own. I need self-control to not lash out and say what I want to say. I can't do that on my own. That's the power of God. To love when it hurts to practice humility, that's a big one. All this stuff we can't do, but when we bear the Im- embrace the fact that God, that we're made in God's image, we have this access to be different. And that's a truth that transforms our households, our schools, our places where we work, our community, and our world. And so that's why it was so important to be a part of Operation Christmas Child because the, the kiddos who are going to receive those boxes, they're made in the image of God too. And although we don't see them, we don't know their faces, we, God loves them and cares about them, and we must as well. That's why we have a relationship with Pastor Koshy and his church in New Delhi, India, Carmel Community Church, CCC, just like we are. We can't reach those families in the slums of New Delhi, but Pastor Koshi can. And so we're going to help him with his salary and send him money so that those kids can have milk once a day. <laughs> and Connection Church, we're going to sacrifice if we have to so that can happen.
0: You know, i just got to say, those the kids who get milk and Jesus. There's a whole different look on their face than the other kids in the slum. I mean, you see the image of God <laughs> through milk, <laughs> the introduction of a little milk daily, and Jesus daily in Koshi school.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Made in God's image, that's a truth that transforms.
0: Mm. I'm made in God's image. Can you say that? I'm made in God's image. Can you say it like you mean it? I'm made in God's image. Yes, you are. And I am too. I am too. And, and, and that allows us to, to see ourselves and others as God sees us in them. When we truly can grasp that, it also allows us to value others and ourselves as god does to, to give value you know all too often we place lesser or greater value on ourselves and those around us based on our judgments or the judgments of those around us based on our past histories based on our failures based on our successes based on our experience right that's that's often how we figure now, how often have you said i'm not good enough don't put your hand up i'm I'm sure each of us at some point or other has said that. I'm not good enough. That's kind of contrary to being made in God's image, isn't it? I'm not good enough. But we label ourselves and we label others not good enough based on human judgments and, and not on the fact that God created us in God's image. And so it's important for us to remember that each and every person, every single person has equal and infinite value in God's kingdom, and for us to see the image of God in them that God put there, to value them the way that God does, to recognize the possibilities that God has endowed each person with, to be able to project that person into God's future for them, to be able to see what God might do with with them, with what God's already done. (coughs) And so here's a challenge. for would love to give you a challenge. I'm going to give you a little this week challenge. Um, think about the person who bugs you the most. <laughs> now, if it's the person who's sitting right next to you right now, you might not want to share with them at this instant that that's who it is. But do work, but on, work it. on that this week. But not just this minute, because we want you to stay focused here for a minute. Think about that person that maybe bugs you the most. Um, uh, the, they, they may even berate you. They, they may offend you. They, they may be your biggest challenge. And this week, and don't wait till Friday <laughs> to do this. Try it maybe later today or first thing in the morning. Try to um, look at that person as though you were looking at them with God's eyes. And keep in mind, God created them. And God created them, and and when God did that, God created them, and they are created with God's image in them. So the challenge is, okay, this person that bugs you, that possibly is just a royal thorn in your side, and you're going to try and look at them as a child of God who God created with God's image. And so you're made in God's image, they're made in God's image even if they're not demonstrating it real big right now. Here's the thing though, if you're able to look at them as God does, remembering they're made in God's image, that they're valued by God and loved by God, there's a really, really great possibility that you will come to realize some transformation in you and how you view them. My experience has been when, uh, when there's change it's rarely because the other person changed. It's usually because I was able to change the way I looked at them. Does that make sense? I had to long ago quit praying, please God, change so-and-so, because it just didn't happen. And when I started saying, God, please change me so that I can see them differently, transformation took place. So maybe your prayer is, God, help me to see this person through your eyes and to continue to realize that you created them in your image. Help me to see what that means for this person. And when that happens, some transformation will take place in you. But what's really caused cool is that transformation takes place for you. It might cause you to be the catalyst, the change agent for transformation to take place in that other person as well. Amen? Amen. Each and every one of us is made in God's image. When we can grasp that, accept that, look at that for ourselves, and look at that for those around us, that's a biblical truth that transforms. Let's believe it, let's live it, let's pray. Holy God, um, it's a challenge some days. Two things, to accept and to really grasp that I'm made in your image. Wow, that's so humbling. And to realize that everyone around me is made in your image as well which means i got to look at them a little bit differently than I normally do. God, please give me the strength and the courage to look at myself and everyone else and realize I'm looking at an image of you. We ask these things in Christ's name and the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. All those gathered this morning said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast.